Hey everybody, it's time for another edition and episode of Da Chicago 60 Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Justin J. War, and with me is the other illustrious host, Norm. Norm. Storm and Norman Storm is and Norman, in the house. And of course, we always got our man in the booth, Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh is here as well. This week on the podcast, we must rant about something that affects all peoples, including peoples of Chicago. Game of Thrones! Yes, and also, the weather has gotten warmer and people are getting out now. Uh, fucking runners, gotta rant about it. In addition to ranting about runners, we're gonna talk about what it's like to be people in Chicago during moving season. And did you guys know... There's a baby rhino in our midst. Lincoln Park Zoo just had a baby rhino. It's fucking awesome. Oh, all of that and more. And of course, the Jag Off of the week. week. All of that this week on the podcast. And now it is time for the podcast. Ah, if you're not drinking, you're doing something wrong, folks. Or again. Feel free if you're don't drink if you don't you're have to. if, if you're an Monday. AA it's definitely a don't it's a Monday night you whatever got you're tomorrow. gonna do in life is a okay don't That's have to drink thought. life choices okay well Norm we're gonna start off uh, <laughs> with oh for those of you who have listened to a couple of episodes before I ranted quite hard about Game of Thrones the whitest three. show on television right That's now it's so so white. <laughs> They no have longer. Some, they have some people of color in the show. <laughs> there are some. They were slaves. They were. <laughs> that is actually true. We all know it. They oh were slaves. Oh my god. Yes, they were. I just put that together. Yes, they were. Oh. <laughs> Holy cripes. Wait, all of Actually, wait a minute. I mean, there were was one. Wait, the large black man. He got killed early on. He got locked in the treasure vault. Don't remember that. Yeah, it was like earlier on in the season. Oh my god. I mean, Holy. the darkest thing there are the dragons. <laughs> and they're run by a white woman. So. That's true. <laughs> oh my god. Holy Every dark fuck. creature in that show is being ridden by some white female <laughs> or, or controlled by a white female. You know what? Uh, really, it's just like real life. Yeah. White women rule all. White women rule all. And yet everything. they still bitch the whole time. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I mean, she did get spoilers. She did get. Stabbed by her <laughs> nephew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Massive spoilers before I go on a massive rant about this episode. I mean, I already ruined that. Yeah. But, well, we told you after the fact. Yeah, really. So, just like some things in Game of Thrones. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that I've that's so far. I have never put that connection together until right now. <laughs> You're that welcome. is 100%. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I'm so, I'm so white. I was just like, this, this seems normal. So, <laughs> I didn't even see it. I was uh. like, oh. <laughs> They're just people. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. But they were also all slaves. <laughs> this is, uh, who am I, Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> all right. Okay, moving right along <laughs> into the actual rant now. Jeez, Louise. Oh, we always find a great way to start always. off these podcasts, always. man. Holy shitballs. Okay. Uh, so for, again, spoiler alert, but Game of Thrones is over. Yeah. Hot. Hot Fine. ticket, hot minute here, folks. Fine. We okay? can move on with our lives. That's right. No, but the problem is people will not want to move on because people are very upset with how the whole Game of Thrones ended. And I have to say, for one, 
I am uh, I'm okay with how it ended, but I'm I'm kind of this laissez-faire meh attitude about it because I'm not particularly thrilled with how it went, but I also being in the entertainment industry and kind of understanding the business side of how things work to a certain extent can understand why it ended the way it did. Some of it was okay. There were some nice elements. I think most people would agree that overall the first seven seasons were amazing. Tons of amazing moments, great things happening. There's always like, you know, some moments that are just like, ah, shockers and, blah, 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 and things like that. But then this last season was very, like there's only six episodes compared to 10. They fit everything into an hour and a half to try and give you the ruse that, oh, you're still getting the same amount of content or something like that while Manny Fresh ruins the podcast by having stuff go on in the background. Big old asshole. Um, but you're trying to get rid of the noise. You're trying to, he's, he's working so hard. He's working he's so hard. He's closing windows. And like. right. He is, he is, folks, you don't know, but Manny Fresh does so much behind the scenes you don't even see. It is un, unreasonable. But maybe I should, you know, maybe give some actual substance now to this rant. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, formulate your thoughts. Please formulate them as you're talking. It's kind of like that, uh, I saw that one clip at work today with the South later, uh, American pageant, whatever the hell, the pageants. With the you with the models and, and the girls, the U.S. The, pageants, the, the, beauty pageant? the thing that but, Trump runs. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing. Fun. And there's a woman from South Carolina who had that one question about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, I think that the reason people don't know how to read maps is because we don't. They don't have maps in South Africa, and it's just like, what are you saying, you crazy white woman? Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> oh, talked about goodness. her for a while. We oh. Jeez Louise. Yeah, that's right, because you're from there, so that must have been embarrassing for the whole state. Uh, it was enough. It was mm. kind of usual. It was kind of normal, actually. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like I'm doing that now with this random out yeah, of the Yeah, a little bit. All right, so let me get into this. So first of all, uh, the episode starts off where they don't really go too far ahead in time. They, they come right back out after Daenerys just has leveled the entire city of King's Landing. I mm. mean, she just went... On a tirade. That's how you use which, the dragon. <laughs> which I exactly, which I first was a little upset about in general that she did that. Yeah, a lot of I people mean, were. I, I I get why I get how they explain how her character got to that point, but I think it was kind of ridiculous in general. I mean, it's definitely in theme with Game of Thrones for something like that crazy to be happening. Yeah. But now we're in this. Here's okay. Here's one thing that that and I ranted about this the last time. First thing that pissed me off. Mm -hmm. Where the hell did all these fucking unsullied and fucking Dothraki people come from? I'm looking at this huge scene of just troops and fucking troops and fucking troops and horsemen all over the place. Did not the Dothraki do a suicide mission into the fucking White Walkers? I don't know. where. How did this many people... And then how did so many unsullied survive? We literally were seeing scenes in the Battle of the White Walkers where there's literally just our heroes inside slashing away... Like, I don't know how 10 whitewashers didn't, like, surround them and bite them to death. They're just still just hacking up against a goddamn wall, holding their... You know, that didn't make any sense. But yet, now all these troops are just fucking here, ready to go on and sail around all of the world that it ha apparently half of it isn't even discovered yet. They're going to free everybody. The hell? Where did all these people come from? I don't get... That doesn't make sense. So I think it's when, when um, a group of people take over an entire country of other people and then they drag them along and while they're dragging them everyone's producing babies 
So in that moment, while they're producing babies on their way to their next de destination to enslave that next group, those next groups are producing babies as well. So by the time you get to that third group that you want to enslave, the babies from the first group are already ready to die. <laughs> so they're grown adults. Here's ready the to problem. The themselves. unsullied don't have any penises. They have, they're all eunuchs. So how did they have any babies, Norm? And how mm. did those babies grow up so fast? This isn't the Matrix. We're not growing babies and poop in pots. I mean, how do we know they were really unsullied unless we check? <laughs> That's true. We never did see no a sex one, scene with unsullied where no they dropped their pants. It's like, oh, you have no penis, sir. Like, oh, um, this is going to be difficult. And I guess we're just done here, aren't oh, we? Oh, <laughs> all right then. Well, hot tamales. How um, do you know they're really unsullied unless you check under their tunic? That's right. Because, right. I mean, really, they're all just actors, so I'm mm -hmm. sure they still yeah. have their penises. All sullied. Okay. All of them sullied. I don't want to say penises anymore after that last time. So, um, But yes, it just seemed very strange. The other thing that was very strange was Jon Snow and Daenerys are just in the throne room, yeah. chilling by themselves, yeah. just, you know, hanging out. Nobody else is there. Mm -hmm. They're just chilling. Of course. Nobody's around her. No one. She's just by herself. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. So that made a very fortuitous moment for him to be able to stab her. I mean, I mean we're here by ourselves. There's nobody here. But then all of a sudden, the dragon flies. What, did he sense that she got... This is all, it's just all confusing. Then then the dragon, Drogon, fucking uh, yeah. burns down the Iron yeah. Throne. Respect. Which, I mean, I get, you know, I read it, a review saying that that was like, a, you know, a son, you know, basically like revenging over his mom. But then why wouldn't you kill Jon Snow? No, well, because you're the throne. Because he's, <laughs> he's Targaryen, so he can't kill him, which seems like a load of horse crap to me. But okay, I'll go along with that. But then, it, right after that, after Drogon flies away with Daenerys to somewhere, it's like, okay. Then, we just, all of a sudden now, Jon Snow's been captured. You mean, you really mean Grey Worm didn't just stab him? Like, they just didn't show up? But like, oh my god, where's Daenerys? And Jon's like, ah, oh, she left, guys. The dragon flew the, away. The dragon, there. The, it came in, away. It came in, and then it blew stuff. Yeah. And then, like, she, she, and she left. Yeah, she just went out the window. She's, She's like, coming back. This bloody knife does not mean anything. Yeah. It just, it just, no, because the, the, she, he took the whole thing, I think, with the knife. So there's just a pool of blood. He could have been like, oh, God. I peed. Yeah. <laughs> I peed. Guys, I had some bad sex. I peed. I don't know what's going on. I got on. some chlamydia. I shouldn't have been sleeping with my aunt. <laughs> um, yes. I peed and that's blood. It's not hers. Yes, exactly. Uh, she's coming back. Yeah, she, she just went back. to, you know, scope the area. She went to to look for some more eggs. I think, that's, I think that's the only explanation as to why it took them three weeks for him to be in jail. Oh, shit, she's gone? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? So, yeah, so John, know. when did Daenerys say she's coming back? Uh, soon. She oh, said, yeah. soon. <laughs> she's, she's not coming back, John, is she? Uh, no. 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 Did you kill her, John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I killed her. Yeah. You bastard. And then you just are like, well, we would kill you, but she's gone, so we're not sure. So we'll we'll keep you. We'll <laughs> keep you here. Jesus, Un unreal. So yeah. So then, and then all of a sudden, just all the people are there in a council, mm -hmm. sitting around, mm -hmm. just chilling, and how Grey Worm's just like in charge, mm -hmm. just chilling and stuff. That's I, how. What now? He's just the spokesman for yeah. And now the Unsullied like have a thing, and it's just what? None of this makes any sense. The one, the one redeeming moment, and I almost legitimately shit my pants if it had gone that way, but thank God they didn't go that way, was when, um, uh, uh, God, uh, Turley, not Turley, oh God, what's his name? 
the really fat one. I can't remember his name. I'm a horrible Game of fat Thrones fan. <laughs> I know. I know. Everybody listening will know who I'm talking about. Simon, but, S- Simon Tarly, I think his name is. By the way, I didn't watch Samuel, it. Samuel Tarly. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, Manny yeah, Fresh. Yeah, yeah. This is why Manny Fresh is here. He helps out. <laughs> Samuel Tarly stands up because they're all debating, oh, how are we going to pick the next king? What if we give everybody a chance to vote? And then everybody just stands there. That's that's my Samuel Tarly. And then everybody's like, look around, like, and you're like, oh my god, is this going to a democracy? Really? Is this now? This is how this is gonna end. Game of Thrones is just gonna be like democracy for all. And like, you know, USA. You like people just come out. Trump comes out. This is the best show ever. I cannot say more great things about this show. Go. Westeros, <laughs> you know, or some stupid shit. You know, no. Everybody laughs, and they're like, ah, you idiot, and we're not going to give the dumb people a vote, which is maybe a comment on democracy in itself yeah, about much. dumb people getting to vote for their leaders and then getting really dumb leaders. But, yeah, it turns out it's going to be just an aristocracy, uh, uh, an oligarchy that, that picks everybody. And uh, Tyrion suggests Bran, Bran the Broken, I mean, I get it. He's oh, the one line that really, really t- t- turned me off with Bran is like, oh, I know you don't want power, Bran, but can you please take the power? And he's just sitting there all chill and shit and just goes, why do you think I took so long to get here? Why do, why do you think I survived this long to get here? It's like, bitch, did you know the whole time this was going to happen? Yes. Yes, I know. He's an evil person. How is he evil? Because he could, like... I guess you know what? I guess it's like another spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie. I yeah, guess it's kind of like it's Avengers exactly Endgame. Like that. Doctor Strange is just like, I can't say anything, otherwise it will ruin everything. But it's like, would it have? Would it have though? It's like, yo, man. Uh, FYI, the Night King is gonna come and try and kill me. So it's like, hey, uh, by the way, Daenerys is gonna turn into a crazy bitch. So maybe like, hey, you know what? Don't send all the Dothraki into the. Like, he could have said all of these things, and he said nothing. It just like, pisses me off. He's like, I'm done. Roll me to the corner. Let's yeah. Go. And then, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, peace out. <laughs> you know? I said my peace. Son of a fucking... Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, that was really frustrating, but I was like, okay, I get it. Like, he has all the memories. But then what's he going to do? He's going to be give somebody else the power of a three-eyed raven, but then somebody else separately is going to become king? I guess that makes sense. But he's, like, the best one. Like, oh, all oh, the stories. Tyrion, the stories. The stories. And then another stupid thing from Samuel Tarly, uh, he brings a out. fucking book get that says out. fire and ice. Yep, Are you fucking out. serious? That is the fuck the writers for putting that in there. What, what? a horrible thing. Because yeah, why? why? Because it's not that we don't even know. It's not even the thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's a horrible thing. No book. Oh, no book. I, I'll help to win it. Oh. oh. You know, he fucking did George R.R. Martin he came up with that. like Tiny Tim? <laughs> because that's how he looks to me in these moments. This fat fuck who's just saying this dumb shit. So, like, oh, I'm sorry, you got some more bread. It's like, no, you're fat. You don't that, need any more. Get out of here. That's I know. So sorry to you're anybody out there who likes... British <laughs> sorry to anybody who's all white tiny Tim. and who likes tiny bread. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so wait, wait, what's what's the problem with him coming up? It, it's a nice nod. I mean, first of all, it's the end of an ep- it's the end of a series. I mean, fuck, it's a decade, right? Yeah, that's been on the best episodes are the last ones because then you just dissect them, you talk about them, it's nonstop, and they try to 
fix everything, tie everything, and make everything right, and hopefully piss you off in the same where you'll be talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, that's what and then later on, make a fucking movie. That's just right. So, just so you all shut the fuck up. Yeah, they could uh, have three separate versions now because the the ending with Arya, Sansa, and Jon Snow, I get it. It mm-hmm. all makes sense. Here's my general overall main sticking point is that it just seemed lazy writing. It just seemed lazy to me. I just feel like they could have added, maybe if they, they ran out of money, I don't know whatever the theories are, but if I felt like they could have made better choices in the writing and in the storyline to make dynamic relationships a little bit more tense and give more like harder decisions to people. Like Jon Snow just kept walking on and be like, oh, Daenerys is my queen. Daenerys is in my queen. Daenerys is my queen. No matter what. Oh, yeah, she just killed a million people, but... She's my queen, and I love her, and she's my aunt. And it's like, bro, grow, grow a pair of balls. Like, the whole yeah. this whole time, you've been doing nothing but literally being the standard bearer of everything that is good and right and decent with humankind in general. And now, one chick comes along, and you're like, and you have, you know, yeah, a massive case right. of blue balls, and you're just like, oh, do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Grow a pair. Like, and then, well, he does stab her, I guess, but... I mean, he is kind of the cub bro the entire show. He has, like, a giant fucking pet dog. Yeah. He carries around this white sword, which is pretty much like his cub's hat. Like, <laughs> he stands at the wall and praises the people of the wall. Like, he died and came back. That's true. I mean, Jon Snow is a Cubs fan. And and I will always love Jon Snow. Yeah. Great character. But, but it sounds to me like you want to read the book. Because it sounds like the book has all that, right? Well, he has George R. R. Martin. I know he has it. So wait for the fucking book. Okay. Well, (laughs) fine then. I guess sometime in my life I'll read a thousand page book. But isn't it kind of a benefit that the book hasn't been finished? So now, with all this criticism and all these extra things, he can kind of he'll probably make way more money now. Is my guess. Yeah. If they really wanted to help him out, they just did. This is genius because then he's going to write something that everyone's going to be like, "Well, now I got to read the fucking last book so I know." If things worked, if things were different. Right. And people are going to be like, well, I can't just read the last one. <laughs> I have to read all of them to get to the last right. one. Right. Exactly. So, He's going to sell a ton of books. Yeah. So that was their strategy all along. Oh, he made out. That he made it. out bank. That was all. Hardcore. <laughs> that was all it was. And you know, like, it's going to be the biggest thing where it's like, oh, the books are definitely better. That ending with that Joe Arts Mark mm-hmm. came up with yeah, was yeah. much better than what the stupid idiots at HBO came up with. And I would be okay with that. But I will definitely read the Cliff Notes version because I ain't reading a 1,200 page book. Yeah. I don't care how good it is. I didn't Sorry. actually watch the show. Uh, like, I watched uh, an abridged version up into the fifth season. I remember watching up into maybe the third season. And then you can't binge that show because it's fucking depressing. And it's just constantly depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did read the last episode. And I thought it was pretty okay. I mean, to be honest, I'm into really shitty shows. I'm really in, into a lot of shitty stuff. And if you're going to end the show, it's over. Like, think about all the fucking great things that have happened in this grand scheme of a show, and remember all the moments you had in the show, and just watch it and love the show. Yeah, you may not like the last episode, but, I mean, it could have been worse. They could have just cut it off in the middle like Sopranos. That's true. Like, they could have fucked you and been like, nothing happened! It was all a dream! (laughs) It was all a dream! (laughs) Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, but hey... I half expected it to end with like somebody closing a book, a book. and then being like, <laughs> the and, <it> end. End. <laughs> and that's the story of the Seven Kingdoms. 
the and that's the princess bride. Oh, ooh, wrong story. Uh, you know, I feel like this season and like the Game of Thrones in general is kind of like how Top Bears made it into the Super Bowl back in like 2005 or 2006. It's like, like they had a great defense. They, you know, the offense was kind of good, and they had this crazy, amazing season. And you're like, oh man, this is exciting. Like. Oh my! Are we gonna actually make it this year? Like, oh my! God. And then they they kept winning, and then and then like that one game against the Cardinals, and you're like, oh my God! It's like the red wedding. They they oh they they pulled it. Oh, this is crazy! I didn't expect this at all. And then like you keep going through the season, and you're like, oh man, this is so intricate. Like they we we have a chance, even though we have Rex Grossman. And then and then and then we made it to the playoffs, and we're like, oh, we, we won the first game, cool. And then we get we, then we play the Saints at home, and we're like, oh my God! And then we completely. T- Crash it! We're like, oh my god, season seven with the dragons and the killing the Lazarus. This is, oh my god, we made it to the Super Bowl. Holy crap! And then right at the beginning of the season with the with the, the whole thing, you're like, oh, I'm so excited. And then Devin Hester runs for the touchdown, the opening kickoff, and you're like, oh my god, could this it? Could could this season end in a good way? Could we actually win? And then and then Rex Grossman happens, and you're like, ah oh, shit, we still have Rex Grossman. Damn it! And then and then Peyton Manning comes in and, and he just completely just kicks us right in the balls over, every and over, over and just for and three over, straight quarters while just, looking you dead in the it's eye. Just, <laughs> it's just like it's like he talked to Danny Green and he was like, "Yeah, you, I I told you I knew who they were and I told Peyton Manning and then he beat the Bears." Just that's just how it goes. And then and then and then we end the season and and you're like, well. You know, this was a great thing. We we went really far, but we forgot we had Rex Grossman. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel. Game of Thrones is gone. It's like, man, well, we knew this could be this. We knew we knew this could happen. So, just like when Cody Parkey was the field goal, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do it this year. We're gonna make it. And then and then they're like, oh, but we we realize oh, this definitely yeah, yeah. and it is it is what came. Don't he, forget he did who you are. Field goal. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh no, he, it was he tipped. Made the it field was goal. tipped. No, no, he still missed it. He he, made, that's he why he's not a kicker. At, well, no, he's not. But he made it at first, and then the White Walkers came. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Game of Thrones and the Game Bears. of Thrones and the Bears. Keeping it real on the on the podcast. On the podcast. Well, moving. Is that well, yeah, Is that a little better? bit. Okay, a little good. bit. I could say more, but I think I've said enough. <laughs> It's. I think the people got the yeah, gist I of think it. They, I think they understand. Yeah. All right. Moving right along in other news. So let me start with this. The weather is crap. <laughs> I mean, it's like eighty one day, fifty the next. I mean, not like a good fifty, like a cold, wintry fifty. And I mean, we're talking tons of rain. It's supposed to be uh, April showers bring May flowers, but right. we're just getting a ton of fucking rain. Um, yes. And it kind of sucks. But the worst part about this is once, and it happens every single year, once the sun comes out, once it gets a little hot, we have these things called runners. And I think everyone else in in the world has them. Runners. Fucking runners. runners. Uh, Men and women who are just jogging for joy, who are are pitter-patting on the sidewalk. You know, you hear that... And you hear get closer and closer, and you hear, behind! And some don't even acknowledge your presence. Some just kind of dash in and out of you with their neon and, and leggings and short shorts and, and muscular physiques because they just like... Run. I run for safety. 
I run for a purpose, okay? I don't run for anything unless it's necessary. Fuck, I don't even run for the bus, okay? If I see my bus going, I'll be like, there'll be a next one. There'll be another one in a minute. Like, I'll, I'll wait. You do necessary running. I do necessary. If someone's chasing and me ours. or if I'm running away from something. Necessary runs. Necessary runs. Yeah. These runners, okay? There's nothing wrong with you know, being... Nothing wrong with being healthy. Nothing wrong with doing your thing. Fit There's, fuckers. I mean, fit fuckers. Fit fucking the fit fifths. fuckers. Okay? Fifths. Uh, there's nothing wrong with doing your thing. I have no problem with it. I'm just annoyed by your presence. Uh, yes. As a human being, um, I hate when you dash through me. And when you're it's an obstacle course. Me, people are obstacles. And then people who are exasperated because, you know, there's there's a coming and a going. Okay? There's a coming and a going. So if I'm going and they're coming and you're behind me, you're going to have to wait till I go or they come. Okay? And then make your way through. Okay? There's no, like, you don't need to be up my ass just, like, still pitter-pattering up and down. Just like, oh, oh, oh. I can hear you breathing behind me, John. <laughs> Kelsey. I know you're there. I can feel your breath on the back of my neck. Give me a second and let me move out of your fucking way because there's an awning here because you're doing building work and we have a coming and a going lane. So go around. Go out in the fucking street. I don't care, but take some time and remember. Uh, the... Norm, tell us how you really feel, though. Ah! <laughs> I do know what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, I only per- I-, I only run when I have a purpose to run. Not 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 necessary runs necessarily. Not a necessary run, but just purposeful running. For example, yeah, you play soccer. Right, I play soccer. Or if I go to play basketball on occasion or something. It's, there's, a, there's a reason for me to be running. Okay? Or I run to the gym. I run to the gym because I want to get in the quick little, you know, get a sweat going and get, a, get my heart rate going before I go and lift. Because that's an important thing to do before you go lift. You shouldn't just go lift cold. You should go and warm, warm yourself up. Those are all, it's, it's running with a purpose. But these fifths, these fit fuckers, just run, just run around. Around. They're just Look. running around like they're on their own. They're they're in their own little Olympic games. You know, they got their little earbuds in. They're yeah. like, ah, he's he's running. It's a two hundred meters. Ah, I'm running. They're like hurtling over fucking things. Have you seen these people who find obstacles that are not in their path, but they put them in their path to jump over them? I have you seen you. these no, people? No, I have not. I these you. people exist. They just they're running, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, this isn't tough enough for me. Let me let me jump over this fire hydrant, show everybody how cool I am. Oh, there's some there's some like extra uh, 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 asphalt on the ground. Oh, they're redoing it. I'm gonna jump over that, and it's because I'm so cool. I'm fit. Oh. Like all these dudes with their shirts off, but then they put their shirts on in their in their okay, shorts. That's the fuck thing. is that? At least thing. don't have the shirt. If you're gonna if you're gonna go full bro, go full bro, bro. No shirt to show off your pecs, man. It's like, oh, yeah, girls, you like these pecs? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Or they wear, like, really tight shirts. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. like I, when I go to the gym, I wear baggy-ass shit. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to impress anybody. It's like, I'm here to go to the gym, 
and do my thing. I saw this one dude. I mean, the, some of these fit dudes they have like these. Mm-hmm. They wear like the super tight. Like yeah. so, it's like it's like you're there. You're at a muscle show, mm-hmm. but with, without the show. Mm-hmm. The, but they want you to know. They want you to know. And it's like you know, it's like, come on, man. Like you ain't getting laid in the gym. Well, maybe they are. No, no. I wouldn't do it in the shower though. That'd be disgusting. Yeah, I mean, where are you gonna go? So what are you, what are you doing here, man? Come on. You I know. Just, I don't. I don't we'll have get, a problem with you per ugh. se. I just have a problem with you. Okay? <laughs> and I just I just request maybe once in a while figure out another route, maybe run somewhere else. There's tracks and 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 lake scenic lake. I mean, it's this is going to look weird. No, yeah, here you go. No, yeah, no, you're no, going to no, 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 the cord. Oh, the cord. There you go. I totally I totally am screwing up go, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But no, like uh like they they built tracks and and shit for you to run around. Why do you have to run on the sidewalk? Why do you have to do that to people? Um, you We're just trying to walk to get to a destination. Just trying to get there. Just trying to do my own thing. Just trying to make my way to where I got to go you and get out of your way. We appreciate your commitment to your own fitness. We yeah. want you to be okay. healthy. Yeah, be healthy. Be but, healthy. But, be, but still be, you know, a human being. Aware of my fat ass right. walking. Right. Okay? Yeah. You know, just be aware. Self-awareness. Yeah. Something that is lacking. And it's, you know, usually people, Chicagoans are very polite, but you know what? They're not usually not Chicagoans. They're usually people who have transplanted themselves to Chicago, like people from Florida or people from California, these fifths who come over here and they're like, oh, for like four months, I wasn't able to do anything. Now I'm just going to do whatever I want. Oh. I will say, though, one benefit of a runner, one benefit of a female white runner is if you see a white female running in the middle of the night, you know you're in a good fucking neighborhood. That is true. Like, you know you're in a safe fucking mm-hmm. neighborhood. I will admit, when I'm in my neighborhood and there's a white woman just running and she doesn't care about anyone around her, and she's not running from something, which I do check, by the way, I also make sure I get out of the way so no cop thinks I'm chasing her. <laughs> I look, and no one's chasing her, and she's just having the best day of her life, and ponytail bobbing back and forth, and she's just jamming it to whatever she's listening to. And I'm like, huh, this is good. This is safe. But, yeah, I do, do have you to. Really, do you think, I'm just trying, because in my mind I'm just picturing this this female just like jogging, minding her own business, and you're just there on the sidewalk just minding your own business, and a cop just pulling up to you. You chasing that woman? Dude, stop like, resisting! Just, stop like, resisting! Yes, like, I'm not! I'm not! I'm just, I'm just trying to picture you just be like, dude, do you see... Do you, does it look like I, I'm trying to do physical I activity? I can't run for her at all. I can barely <laughs> walk to you. Like, this is work for me. Like, I'm already wheezing. Like... There ain't no chasing happening to nobody. Like, I don't need her. She's gone. If anything, I would stand in her path. Like, and she's already beyond me. She so. leaped over me and just yeah. kept moving. She's so. a fit fucker. That's so what it is. I'm, I'm oh good. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> runners. Well, moving right, right along in Otter Nose. In the theme with the weather getting warmer and runners, also with warmer weather and the summer months coming upon us, is what we like to call moving season. Moving season. Moving season. It's moving season in Chicago. And uh, there are certain select days. We all know them. (laughs) May 1st, June 1st, July 1st, August 1st, September 1st. These are the shitty days of the year in the summer where everything, just like runners, you are now impeded by moving individuals. 
who, for some reason, I don't know what it is about people who move around in the city. I try to be very, if I'm moving, and I will be moving soon, I try to be considerate. I try and pick a good time that isn't going to be disruptive to people. But you get these people who just stop in the middle of the goddamn road and are just popping out shit. You're like, bro, I'm trying to, like, go somewhere. Like, I don't give a care about you and your shitty couch trying to get into your shitty new apartment. Can you just get out of my... There's there's an alley. We have so many alleys in the city. Chicago is built on a grid system after the Chicago fire. The whole reason why they rebuilt this damn city was so that we could be not inconveniencing people. And also, that's why our city smells so great because all the trash is in there. Basically, go where the trash is and move your shitty stuff into the shitty new place and leave the non-shittiness out in the rest of the Chicago where all the non-shitty people are. That's how it's supposed to be. But nobody does this. It's constantly U-Haul truck here, U-Haul truck here, two men in a truck here, uh, Chicago City mover truck over here. And these are big. And then you get the moving trucks where they're like backing in to their facility <laughs> right over here by Revolution mm. Brewing. These And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just, what is this, a train crossing? What do we got, a freight? I got, what, you're not a freight train. Get to figure it out. Or don't build. have your building right in the middle of a, a street that's busy next to a, one of the greatest breweries in Chicago where everybody's trying to get to, to to get drunk. And it's like people stumble out of there. I need to move. <laughs> like that's not a good business. Nobody's, nobody's stumbling out drunk going, oh, I need to move tomorrow. So, hey, oh, Chicago City Movers. Oh, how fortuitous of me to be walking out of revolution and you happen to be right here. God, it's so frustrating. You know, but everybody has to move, Everyone and in Chicago move. we do it so well. Just constantly, I hate, and what's what's really interesting is trying to spot the people from the suburbs moving in oh, yeah. for the first time into the city. Those are the people that are the most confused. Mm-hmm. They stop their trucks like in the middle of like a one way street. Yeah. <laughs> right by your, yeah. by your place, yeah. by like Stan's yeah. Donuts. Stan and like, stop I right there. I don't understand what's and then happening. And there's people just honking like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because you're in a city and people are trying to get places, and you can't back out out of a one way street because you're backing out into Broadway, yeah. which is a very busy street in near Boys Town and Lakeview. What's, what's happening? going out with Perkins and the Burbs. My favorite, it's, it's ridiculous. My favorite thing about them is they're the ones who will leave stuff at the corner not knowing that when you put stuff on a corner it's kind of up for grabs. Yes, that's And also so true. me and my girlfriend will kind of just kind of sit and just wait and be like yeah, that looks kind of good. Are you going you gonna to leave that there? Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it looks like. You, you look like you're going to leave that there. Because I kind of want that. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll just kind of wait. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes you, you make the mistake of going ahead and picking it up. And they're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, oh, this is for grabs area. <laughs> you set this down. This is like <laughs> when you're in O'Hare and they tell you, don't leave your belongings alone unattended. No. no. Well, this is just like that. So, bye. Like, <laughs> they just walk away. Uh, sir, you're in the truck. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing like in Chicago. You're not really a true Chicagoan unless you've lost at least two or three bicycles. Okay? Same deal. Unless you've had something, your car broken into, mine's been broken into at least six times, 
or you've had a few things stolen from trying to move, you're not really a true Chicagoan. Okay? I'm, so, I'm sorry. If you've seen his car, they probably broke into him and go, oh, fuck, this is a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, exactly what it was. Like, oh, I left it. my car unlocked to make it convenient for them to realize <laughs> how much of a waste of time it is. Like, I oh, kept oh, no money in there. I had trash. no possessions. <laughs> nothing was in my trunk. It's just like, yeah, you, oh, they, somebody tried to take my radio and they, they gave up because it was just jammed in there too hard. They literally gave up. Is this so an A-track player? Like, what literally, the hell I, is think, this? I think the most anybody may have stolen out of my car is like $2.41 <laughs> at one point. That's about it. That guy was super pissed with me. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't just break a window out of spite. Like, fuck your uh, life, man. I got really lucky with very nice burglars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So funny. Sucks. Yes, moving season does suck. It is quite funny. But, but it's uh, the greatest time to pick up a bunch of shit that you don't have to pay for. That is correct. Especially in rich neighborhoods. Very so. correct. Yeah. Okay, well, moving right along in other news. So, um, the coolest thing happened in Lincoln Park Zoo. Um, a fucking baby rhino was born. Um, this happened, uh, I think actually earlier this morning. Um... The apparently it stood up. Okay, no, it happened last night. It stood up um, after only fifty-three minutes of being alive. It was on its feet. We're talking about a pure Chicago fucking rhino, just ready, like out the womb, and like, so where are we going, ma? Like, it was amazing. Nice. Um, this rhino was all over the internet. <laughs> they had a hashtag Rhino Watch, what? where you were able to watch this mom have her baby. It's like the <clears throat> the TLC channel. It's just like. <laughs> We're going to show you baby Rhino life. Um, so the mother, uh, and I'm going to butcher her name. I'm sorry, mom. Kapuki. Um, you realize she's a rhino and she doesn't understand what you're saying. She could be watching the podcast right now. Yep. Kapuki. Who uh, <laughs> was 13. She gave birth to the rhino uh, king. Wait, 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 wait. Is he the Rhino King or is it the Rhino, comma parentheses King? No, so it's the Rhino King. Um, so is he gonna like? <laughs> is he gonna have like his own movie spinoff? I mean, that uh, sounds like a movie title, and I feel oh, like okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's gonna come out instead of the Scorpion King. Now he's the Rhino King. He's got a big horn in the middle of his face, <laughs> like just going after uh, people. Apparently, uh, it, the it, which is kind of crazy. It's at. Um, uh, oh, no, no, no. So, yeah. Um, so, after 15 months of pregnancy, this wow. fucking rhino had a baby. Wow. Like, 15 months. Think about that, females uh, of the human species. 15 months. And they're yeah. like, it's a rel- it was a relatively uh, quick labor. Um, <laughs> That's quick? And, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, like the and, actual I mean, labor portion. Yeah, yeah. Got the, it. The got it. Not the 15 out, months, because that popping not out quick. portion was, was okay, uh, pretty it. simple. Well, at least, I mean, at least that was quick, so, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, we get we got a new uh, a new baby, baby rhino. rhino, the Rhino baby King. Rhino Chicago. No, but you it's know? the Rhino King. It the sounds rhino like King. it would be I... like a, a an Italian beef place. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Rhino King. The Rhino King. The Rhino King. King. Best beef in Chicago. Best beef in Chicago. Can't steal that idea. It's the Chicago sixties now. Here, Rhino King. Rhino <laughs> King. We'll have the Rhino King there. It'll just be in a little rhino pen. King. I'm assuming rhinos don't sound like cows. But <laughs> <laughs> rhino King. Yeah. Uh, I actually fed a rhino once. Really? At the Brookfield it? Zoo, yeah. I had a buddy who worked there, and we got a special private tour. It was awesome. You Go to the Brookfield Zoo, by the way. Amazing place. 
Well, shit, I didn't know you could feed rhinos. You can't. We had a special private Oh, course. okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, wow, no, I, white yes. privilege. Yeah. Uh, That's <laughs> right. Only, only white people get to feed the rhinos. To feed the rhinos. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you'll get to meet the rhino king. The rhino king. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, okay, so uh, I, I probably read that wrong. So uh, she gave birth to the rhino king now at Brookfield Zoo. So they're at the, in 2013. Uh, the sire is Maku. I'm reading these, and I'm like, are we still talking about Game of Thrones? Because, uh, <laughs> or are they from Hawaii? But they're both eastern black rhinoceros, so that hey. kind of... I don't think... You can I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure if you can... <laughs> Only the three people watching like, will have any idea I mean, of what I did. Maybe three. And maybe three people? Maybe, maybe well, you three. know now. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do any of that. Ever. I'm assuming not. Okay. I mean, I'm not the one like uh, dictating Reverse that. First racist. I, I mean, oh, just <laughs> we can't throw out any it's your only, symbols. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all y'all ruined okay for me. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, apparently we I can't, can't even go look. Okay. Is it part of the Illuminati or is it white supremacy? Nobody I, knows anymore. I was surprised. I was like, man, you guys came up with the gang sign and told nobody. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, that's it was the best racist. type. Yeah, I was apparently. like, whoa, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a super shit. secret club. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, hey, buddies, okay. And then, like, <laughs> do you know what you just did? No. No, no not like, really. You're like, like I you're, see you. You're like, like that character Dave Chappelle played, the blind black man. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea. Like, Clansman, I see you. I see you. I know mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm. Oh my goodness! But yeah, that yeah. is great. Right. My Eastern uh, African rhino. I don't even right. think there's that many. Of, is that the one that's almost like uh, endangered? I think so. So yeah. it's good that there's more of them there's now. There's more. Yeah, that's good. Or at least in Chicago there are. So. And now this one is the rhino king. So rhino he's king. Like the lion king. The only problem is you can't lift up the baby rhino because you'd kill yourself. No, that's what trying. We're and my guess is the mama rhino would, would definitely impale oh, you. she would definitely kill I mean, you. I got scared trying to go look at some ducklings. And then the mom actually was a goose. So gooselings. Oh, yeah. You don't and, the, and the mama goose, like, ran at me a little bit. And I was like, no, I got to get out of here. And it's, a, it's just a goose. But those things are some, they're scary, man. Geese are the real gang members imagine. of Chicago. They're the real gang. It's true. They don't with. Real OGs. They really, twice? <laughs> Twice. But this is for goose. I know, for but geese. Still, like, or the goose, the goose the king, pet and then the, or know, the goose queen. The goose. I'm gonna stop doing that now. The, the geese, the goose, <laughs> the goose. Oh, righty then. Moving yeah, right along in yeah, other news. news. Uh, so Norm, some interesting news. The new Riverwalk is available and open in Chicago on the river. Going to the river, right? It's uh, it's pretty nice. I've been down there. Super, I would say, for anybody who were to come to visit Chicago, going to the Riverwalk in the summertime or in the springtime and sometimes in the fall is a wonderful experience. You get to walk right along the river. There's all kinds of uh, places to buy beverages. Now they're going to have all kinds of new vendors and things like that on the Riverwalk. It is a super great time, particularly in the wonderful sun. You just kind of chill out there. You get a beer or some wine, and you just hang out, and you meet cool people. You can go with a bunch of friends, and you're just you're by the water. Boats pull up right up to you. It is a wonderful time. We would definitely give going to see the Riverwalk. I would give it a four out of four star. It is a Chicago staple for sure. But the new 
version of it has just been opened this mm-hmm. past Monday on the 13th. Yeah. So I intend to go down and check out the new thing over there because I think I saw I think I was down there on like the 10th mm-hmm. meeting somebody. So how did I – I missed – I didn't even know that three days later – all sorts of new things are out there, but go check it out, Chicago. Go it should be really out. cool. Trust and here's uh, here's some interesting news about it. Uh, according to the Chicago Tribune, our favorite one of our favorite publications, um, <laughs> it's one of our it cost, only publications. It's one of the only ones. <laughs> Shout out to the Chicago Reader as well. Reader. We, we read you too. We read Chicago you sometimes, 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 sometimes in the Some, sometimes, sometimes, the sometimes, sometimes the sun times. Sometimes, sometimes. When the sun is out, sometimes. we read the sometimes, 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 sometimes. In the sun, times. Okay, we we beat that one to yeah, death pretty good. good. <laughs> yep. uh, so the new Riverwalk costs Chicago taxpayers zero dollars. I like that. What? The big old goose egg. We didn't spend a damn penny on this new Riverwalk. Because we're spending huh. on everything else. That's right. It's all on everything else. But Rahm Emanuel was able to get four to six billion with a B billion dollars in investment funding for this from the damn. private sector. Good for you, man. You did one thing right, even minus a digit. Who would have figured that out? Um, He's free now. He can come and kill you. That's right. He could. (laughs) He probably is like a secret assassin. (laughs) He's just walking around like, I'm going to fuck up so many people now. You you thought I was mere for fun? (laughs) I get intelligence on everyone. (laughs) It's like, all right, Rom, calm down, buddy. Um, Apparently, the revamp of the eastern side of the Riverwalk took uh, only $12 million. It only cost it only cost that much compared to other things. That seems relatively cheap for how cool it is, and there's now nine new vendors between Michigan yeah. and Wabash. So how about that? Mm-hmm. So go down to the Riverwalk, everybody. One of the best, I would say, one of the best things you can do on a cheap uh, budget, by the way. And if I'm not mistaken, um, I think a majority day. of those vendors are, are female-owned, run businesses. Like mm-hmm. I think they uh, they are, which I mean they they pulled that out, which is amazing. So. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, pretty pretty dude. cool. Pretty cool. Well, moving right along in other news. So, um, <laughs> this uh, is one of these uh, articles that I read today. Uh, it was very interesting. Um, I want to. I I will call this segment "No Gym for You." Um, so there is uh, a public school in the. Uh, it's an elementary school in the. Uh, the area of Castlewood Terrace. And so this elementary school had been walking a block over. They did not have a gym in their school. Huh. So they would walk over a block. These little kids would walk over a block to go to the Boys and Girls Club to use their facilities for their gym purposes. And so <laughs> if it was raining or if there was a different if there was an issue with weather, they were never able to go to the gym. They'd have to stay in. There yeah, was even horrific. situations where 90% of the kids in the gym or uh, in the school are of low income. Uh, I think it was uh, 16% of those children are homeless Ooh. and a quarter are disabled. And so these kids don't have anywhere to play with but uh, a block over. They have to, to kind of take them over so they can play in this facility. And so the the school was actually given ten million to build a brand new gym uh, in this area, and I mean it's very exciting. It's a very, I mean, way to spend your money, Chicago. Yes, like for a gym, for kids, a place for them to play, a place for them to have a good time. But the 
association of the area, the community. Some people in the community didn't want the gym in their area. Um, and specifically on the merit that um, the gym uh, creates sort of issues for them. Some of the issues that they cited is uh, the safety of its character. Uh, what? And the leafy enclave, um, they didn't want to ruin the, uh, the, the greenage area where the gym would potentially be. They all kind of saw it as um, kind of something that they didn't want to spend money and to blight their, their view of their homes. Now, some of the homes in this area, or most of the homes, run at about a million dollars. Um and so they weren't very they were very unhappy about it. They sit they considered it a, a danger to the area, a danger to the potential neighborhood. And so the principal outright was like, This is a fucking race thing. This is people not wanting to these people are just like, No, we don't want your your thing here distracting us uh, and messing up our neighborhood by being this blight of, you know, um, young Brown, economically unfortunate kids um, playing here. They didn't want that apparently, and so and this is not all the people there because there are a lot of people who are like, no, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't like the plan itself. And uh, some of them cited after the principal mentioned like, hey, so this is uh, this is more than likely a race thing. I can't lie about that. This is definitely a race thing. They're like, no, it's not a race thing. We volunteer. We just think the character of the neighborhood would be destroyed if you put a gym here. And people are like, some of these kids don't have coats. Some of these kids don't have the ability. If they don't have coats on during the winter, if they don't have uh, adequate protection during the rain, none of the kids are allowed to go. Like, they have to stay inside. They can't go to the Boys and Girls Club. So they're like, it's $10 million to build this gym for these kids to be able to have a gym to play in. And they're like, then one, par- one parent was like, well, don't you think they need to spend that money on after-school programs? And I'm like, bitch, where do you think the after-school <laughs> programs are going to be? In the fucking gym. Like, <laughs> if you have them in the gym, then you don't need the after-school program either. Like, the whole point what are you talking is giving their actual gym time, which will help in general. Uh, oh, for God's sake! And sakes. one of it's like, my, I, I, <sighs> my kid likes to run around and needs a place to run around. He needs a place to get all that energy out. One of it's like, not having a gym is like not having a cafeteria. What's the fucking point? Right. Yeah. I, I, I have very fond memories of my time yeah. at gym time. It's like the best time. That's like the, that's like the one class you get super excited for as a little kid is gym time and recess. Like anything to get me the hell out of this classroom. And to be able to have a place where rain, shine, you know, whatever, they can play and have a good time. I think the fact that, um, uh, that they were given $10 million to build this gym. And some are like, well, it's the location. The location was actually um, designated as a historical... Uh, uh, site or a historical place in 2009 and so they're like well it's historical nature would be destroyed it would be sullied by this gym and they're trying to give them other options they're saying well move it to the other side of the school that's where the parking lot is that's where the teachers are they're like well we'll give you parking in the neighborhood we'll designate parking for you but I'm like your property values really won't go down if you have a school and a gym. You just don't want your view to be screwed, I'm yes. assuming. Or you don't want to look at something that you don't like. And it's But then there's a lot of people in the neighborhood who aren't 
petty about it and who don't care. Like, let's just I mean, hope more of the non-petty people went out over yeah. the petty people. I mean, if you got a million to spend on your house, then you don't live there during the summer, uh, during the winter months anyway. Jeez. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, yeah, I think in general, it's it's good to. I mean, I can understand. I can understand both sides of this, but one side's yeah. one side's argument is definitely less valuable yeah. than the other side. Yeah. I think a, a gym for school children. Do you, what do you want? School children running around by your house? Like, come on, get it together here. Recess is a very important thing. Being able to have gym time is an important thing because in, in a lot of cases it helps the kids stay fit and uh-huh. like obesity in the states is you know a problem. Uh, we have more fat kids now than ever, so I think in general, and I would imagine some of these kids go to this school or something. So either way, the like I understand it's kind of like one of those things where look, this isn't like the Target and the uh, apartment complex that's getting built on Milwaukee right across from the Owl and everything. Yeah. That is a blight that is that nobody's looking forward to. Okay, but a gym. For children, for children, for children, so they don't have to walk in the cold. Because most of the Chicago is winter and rainy seasons, uh, <laughs> for the most part. They're like, asking for a and gym. there's disabled or or whatever the term I'm supposed to use is for that, I mean, as that, well as that's what the article said. Yeah. So okay, great. Yes. Uh, so like, how I just don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I can understand like you bought this property and like. You have it for a specific reason. I lived in Bolingbrook for most of my life where it was just all open space. And then we got an Ikea and a mall. Like, I didn't want to see that either. But technically, it worked out. I don't see how a gym is going to bring down the property value that much. So I think they're like, a little I feel like they over should, the top, over the top, over the top. I feel like they should walk those kids up to like, because it's the president of the association who's saying a lot of this. And I'm assuming he's getting vocal from, you know, people in the neighborhood. I feel like he should... They should walk those kids up and go, you tell Timmy and Jonathan and Cindy and Darquez uh, and Jeremy and you tell these kids without coats that <laughs> they have to walk. Um, just just have and, a kid. And tell them, like, we don't want you to have your stupid gym. Can I'm I have a, a gym, please, right? sir? Like, you flick them in the face and go, fuck off. Please. Like, <laughs> Please, sir, can I have a gym? Exactly. Because the tiny Tim routine works now. Yeah, no, can, no, no. Please, sir, may I have a gym? May I have a gym, please? sir? No. Please, sir. Yeah, like... Don't be like Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> Wait, no, you, you... Yeah. no, you're still getting him mixed up. That's still Oliver. Tiny Tim never. Oliver's the one, please, sir, can I have some more? And he's right. like, no! Tiny Tim never just like, eh, can I have something? He was, he was, that's not confusing. He was peg-legged whole... and happy. Come on, and yeah, he... so... yeah, but there was the one moment where he was like, oh, he was happy so to the day he died. Oh, he was just no. like, oh, God bless us, everyone, and then right. dead. But then, but then he was dead in the one, so now I'm converting both into, could you just run with it, Norm? You can't Gosh. mix your white orphans. Well, yeah, Tiny Tim wasn't even yes. a fucking orphan. He had a full fucking family. The way his he had a good was, father. He, sure. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, sure? I guess, I mean, he was good. His dad him. worked his ass off. He did. Scrooge is a jerk. They made figgy let's pudding. Not, let's not <laughs> conflate the issue. Scrooge is a jerk until the end. Until the end. Then he's kind of okay. And then he's actually a really good person. But either way, can I have a gym, Sam? Can I have a gym? Please, sir, can I have a gym? 
Yeah, no, they're, 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 it's fucking ridiculous, and I hope they they get their gym. I hope they, they put have it ten million smack dollars. dab Build in the, the middle, damn gym. smack dab in the middle of their historic lawn, and they're like, "Bitch, it's a historic gym now." <laughs> I bequeath this uh, historic gym in the city of Chicago, <laughs> and good day. I said good day. All right, moving right along in utter nose. We have to do a quick shout out. Shout out time to shout out to a guy, okay? This guy, he is not a Bears fan, okay? He's not a Bulls fan or a Sox fan or a Cubs fan. This guy is a Bills fan, okay? He comes, he hails from the town of Buffalo, but he was a true super fan for the Bills. And we here on the Chicago 60 podcast recognize good super fans because we're super fans of the Bears. Okay? And this guy was a super fan for the Bills. But unfortunately, this guy is no longer with us and we're super sad about it. So we want to give a one-time shout-out to Pancho Billa. Pancho Billa. Uh, we, we raise a glass to you, sir. We are so sad you're no longer with us, but you were an amazing super fan. Cheers to you, sir. For those of you who do not know who Pancho Villa is, Pancho Villa was one of the most recognizable fans in Buffalo. I have some friends who are from Buffalo. Shout out to Joe Liolos and Brett Watson. They know who this guy is. He had pancreatic cancer, um, level four. Is it level four, turn four, something like that? Um, and uh, he unfortunately died right before his 40th birthday, which is very sad. Uh, he was well recognized in the NFL community and the NFL fan community. Friends of mine like Bear Mysterio and Dog Bear Man and Tim Shanley and a lot of guys at the CBTC knew this guy, Pancho Villa. He came out, I think, a few times to the tailgates over there. He was he was really well respected and was uh, he did a lot of charity and volunteer work. I hear with kids who also went through similar circumstances that he went through with cancer and everything. He was really well respected in the Bills organization. They actually. When he was in the hospital, he was able to uh, phone call in the Bills pick in the first round, which was really kind of cool from his hospital bed. I mean, the guy was a super humble guy and was really, really great, and everybody loved him. So we're, we're sad to see him go. So uh, Pancho Villa, everybody here in Chicago, and especially Norm and I and Manny on the uh, Chicago 60, you are in our thoughts, and we hope that you rest in peace, sir. So uh, one more time, raise a glass for the super fans. Pancho Bila, okay? All right there, guy. To you there, guy. All right. And Norm, with that, it is time for our favorite segment, our favorite time of the episode. It's time for the Jagoff of the Week! Oh, so this week's Jagoff is probably, I mean... I don't know what this dude was thinking. I don't know who he was, but he's described as a gentleman in a black coat, black shoes, black pants, black bag. And this fucking jagoff. Is he Keanu Reeves from The Matrix? (laughs) Oh, God, if he was. uh, Not cool enough. No, definitely not. This jagoff tried to light fire to uh, a synagogue, not once, but twice, and still fucking failed. Like well, this, I'm glad he did. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. This fucking dumbass. This ignorant, idiotic 
fucking jag off of a person. I think we can go anti-Semite, racist, jerk. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, a-hole, jag off. Forget you, jamoke. Fuck you, guy. You're a jag off. Try to fucking create a Molotov cocktail and throw it into uh, a synagogue in Lakeview East on uh, <laughs> Sunday morning. How did he even do He tried twice? Did he yeah, like, did yeah, he that's like, what I'm saying. Did he fuck up, like, run back in? Nobody saw him pick it back up, like, run back outside, and then drop it again? And it was just Who like, is this wait, idiot? I don't, I don't understand how this works. You put the bottle, you fill it up, you put the... And then you... Uh. And, oh, and, 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 and remind you, to remind you, we're both glad it didn't fucking work. Oh, yeah. We're both glad this and person was a dumbass. Anti-Semitism is not allowed in Chicago or anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world. We on the Chicago 60 denounce any form of hatred, bigotry, racism, sexism, misogyny, anti-Semitism, all that. We denounce. We will make fun of people who do this because they should be called out. And that's why this guy is a jag off. Fucking jag off. You jag off. And also, I mean, it's a Molotov cocktail. It's really not that complicated. It's not a complex thing. Um, and that you couldn't figure it out kind of makes you even more of a jag off. But we'll leave that alone. Yes. I hope you never figure it out. Yeah. Was he in jail? No, no, they haven't caught him. <sighs> they haven't caught him, unfortunately. So. <sighs> well. If you see a guy who's trying to light a Molotov cocktail but really having a hard time at it, it's probably this guy, and call the police immediately. Oh, yeah, do that. Call the police. 911, CPD, call us. We'll run and find him. Then we'll have a purpose. We'll have a necessary run at that point. We'll have an NR, and then we'll find him. I would run for that. Yes, those are things we would run for to knock this guy on his ass so he is not going to do anything to harm any people at all. So... One more time, you're a Jagoff, okay? And that, my friends, was Duh Jagoff of the Week and another episode of Duh Chicago 60. Before we leave, remember, if you you have a boat... If you have a boat, any boat at all, you know what? We'll even go small boat. I mean... Not a pontoon. Not a pontoon, just a boat, a yacht. A fucking, uh, we, let's yacht rock this fucking boat. I'm looking for a person with a boat. We are looking for a person with a boat. We'd love to party with you. We'd love to hang out. We'd love to break a bottle of champagne because that's really yeah. what I want to do. Of the boat. Um, and then off the boat, on the boat. Us in the with, boat. In the boat and a mini boat figurine. Just for you to keep. That's right. Um, but hey, it's a fair, it's a dream of mine. It's on my bucket list. Never really been on a boat. I also dream so. of a boat and being on a boat. And we'll do an episode of the podcast on, on the boat. The boat. Which will be a grand old time. So, if you know anybody, contact Anyone, us. Please. And where can you do that? Well, if you know anything about the boats, or if you know and want to follow more about the podcast, the okay, you can first follow us on Facebook One. and like us on Facebook. Two. Just look up at Chicago Sixty S I X T Y Chicago Sixty spelled oh, out. Wow. You can go there. You can also go to our Instagram page at Chicago underscore sixty, the number is six zero, and follow us there. You can also go to YouTube and just, you know, type in Chicago 60 and subscribe there. And then you get all kinds of manner of content and things. And, oh, you're, you know, this is a podcast, so it's on iTunes. So you can go to iTunes and you can subscribe there and leave us a review. And ideally five stars because we're hilarious and you love that and you love Chicago. And that's exactly what's going on here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> go to all those platforms because 
we will be coming out with a lot of different content over the course of the podcast. And if you don't follow all those things, you're going to miss a lot of content. So you have to go and follow all of it at all times to get the content of the podcast. And if you don't, well, then screw you because that's how we do it here in Chicago, okay? So that was another episode of Chicago 60. We hope to see you again on following all of our stuff. And we will be back here next week with more crazy fun news and rants about random shit going on in this amazing city we call Chicago. So please come back and see us again next week. That's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. And Norm, we always have to end the podcast with our favorite phrase. Are you ready? One, two, three. Bend down and fuck the Packers!